Lecture topic, The Story of Prophet Yusuf, alayhi salam. Alhamdulillah, alhamdulillahi wa kafa wa salatu wa salamu ala ibadihi al-ladhin astafa. Amma ba'du fa'audu billahi minash shaytanir rajim bismillahirrahmanirrahim. ورفع أبويه على العرش وخروا له سجدا وقال يا أبت هذا تأويل رؤياي من قبل قد جعلها ربي حقا وقد أحسن بي إذ أخرجني من السجن وجاء, وجاء بكم من البدو من بعد من بعد أن نزغ الشيطان بيني وبين إخوتي إن ربي لطيف لما يشاء وقال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم اتق المحارم تكن عبد الناس أو كما قال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم وسسفكرنا معي كرام بردتنا اللزة <coughs> the ayat that was recited is an ayat of Surah Yusuf. Many surahs of the Quran Sharif, the names of these surahs, perhaps a person who is not a Hafiz might not be familiar with many names. But surah Yusuf, perhaps there might be somebody who hasn't heard about it or doesn't know about a, a surah in the Quran Sharif named Surah Yusuf. Very, very well known, very popular Surah. Why is it so popular? Well, sometimes for some it might just be popular because it has a story in it. So that story sometimes makes it very interesting. Allah Ta'ala Himself describes it in the Quran Sharif, نَحْنُ نَقُصُّ عَلَيْكَ أَحْسَنَ الْقَصَصِ That we reveal upon you the best of incidents. But what does the Qur'an Sharif or why has Allah Ta'ala revealed these incidents in the Qur'an Sharif? And what is the Qur'an Sharif for? Obviously the Qur'an Sharif is not a book for bedtime stories. The Qur'an Sharif and the incidents in the Qur'an Sharif are for ibrad, for a lesson. That we need to absorb these lessons into our lives. We need to take the guidance and direction that comes out of these incidents of the Anbiya Ali Salam, the nations of the past that is the purpose of the Quran Sharif it's Hidayat and this Hidayat and guidance will be for those who want that Hidayat who decide to take it they look for it Yahdi ilayhi mayyuneem Allah Ta'ala system is Allah Ta'ala grants Hidayat and guidance to mayyuneem the one who shows an inclination for it. So from every ayat of the Qur'an Sharif, there's numerous and countless lessons. This surah in particular has many, many lessons for us. This part of the Qur'an, this part of Surah Yusuf, this ayat is towards the latter part of this entire incident, right towards the end. Just to very briefly just discuss some of the things that led to this point to fully appreciate what is being said in this ayat of the Qur'an Sharif. So just in a nutshell, the incident of Sayyidina Yusuf which is well known, we've heard it many many times. Yusuf 
his brothers became jealous over him and they decided now that the best thing is to just get rid of him that he's out of sight and perhaps that might become out of mind that's the way shaitan shaitan puts these thoughts when he tries to waylay a person when he's making an effort to deviate a person so shaitan makes things look very very simple in terms of the wrong that a person is trying to or he is trying to get a person involved in shaitan makes it look like a very small thing very straightforward simple thing you just get it done and end of story after that you got nothing to worry about but that's part of the deception of shaitan that before something has happened he makes it look very very small very minor very insignificant but then when it has happened then shaitan is the one who then amplifies it also so it is a big thing in itself but that big thing he'll make it look to start off with very small and then when it has happened already then in the eyes of others he'll make it look 10 times the size also so that shaitan both sides obviously that's his whole job he's got no other job but to create problems so therefore a person should be very alert very cautious on these whispers of shaitan and to recognize that this is waswasa this is shaitan's trap this is that bait which looks very very small and very tempting but but behind it is a huge hook and behind that hook is a person that's going to fry it so in any case shaitan put this waswasa and just get rid of him that will be the end of the story so in any case they took him just to get to the main points of it threw him in a well and they came and made one story back to their father yaqub ali salatu wasalam that the wolf devoured him there's the kurta and shirt also that you know the blood on it they shot it one sheep and, and put all the blood onto the kurta yaqub ali salatu wasalam saw it and he immediately realized that this is all just a story that they're making up what an intelligent wolf it tore it it devoured my yusuf up but it didn't taste kurta at all that came safe and sound that too is shaitan that when shaitan when a person is getting caught in the trap of shaitan then shaitan deliberately keeps him blinded to certain glaring things shaitan blinds him to it why because shaitan got a double plan on the one side to get the person involved in the wrong on the other side to then expose him also because he gets the joy in both sides to cause the problem first and then to see the problem then become from 1 to 10 and 100 by getting everybody else involved in the problem so shaitan will have to get the person blinded to leave some telltale signs but the person at that time thinks i'm too smart i've got everything covered but then he suddenly realizes what how this happened but how it happened that's the deception of shaitan so in any case they had come and thrown him into the well and went away then some caravan was passing by they came to draw water yusuf alayhi salatu wasalam held on to that bucket or got into that bucket and when they pulled the bucket out instead of water they see this is a youngster in here handsome young boy so they immediately captured him and then his brothers got to know that he somehow has been brought out of the well they came back and said no how can you take him he's ours but okay it doesn't matter we'll do a deal they sold him off as a slave can we imagine one zulm upon another zulm throwing somebody up into the well which was hope they hope that you'll perish in there now he survived out of that 
So rather than come and rescue him now a second zulm, such a serious zulm that they sold him and that too sold him for a meager price just to get rid of him. Now he's brought to Egypt and then comes into the royal household bought by the minister of Egypt and then many many things happen in between and then the time comes when Yusuf wasalam, he is then the wife of the minister of Egypt she tries to trap him into some haram she has all the doors locked and then she invites him towards sin but he immediately turns and flees قَالَ مَعَاذَ اللَّهِ he doesn't remain there for one moment there's so many details in all this but just to come to the point that we wish to discuss he turns around to flee to flee towards Allah Ta'ala. and there were seven doors one after the other that were locked but when he did what was in his capacity and he ran towards the locked doors Allah Ta'ala caused those locked doors to miraculously open So when a person will turn towards Allah wa ta'ala in all sincerity so the dunya will seem and the dunya and the theories of dunya and all the deceptions of dunya will make it look like if you go down this road this road of taqwa this road of avoiding any haram this road of just being very honest and very upright not being crooked in any of your dealings not touching anything that has any kind of doubt in it also then Shaitan puts that very very bleak picture in front of you heading for disaster how can you survive in this age without getting yourself involved in interest and without now getting in this, involved in some corruption and all these things Shaitan will make that look like a locked door but when a person takes his walk towards that locked door because that's the right road to go the road that doesn't lead to any haram the road that leads to what is correct what is going to please Allah tabaraka wa ta'ala Allah ta'ala will cause those locked doors to get open so now comes the time when he finally runs out of this but then despite the fact that the whole reality became clear that he is totally innocent and it is the wife of the minister that is the guilty party that to Allah Ta'ala caused that whole reality to open up miraculously that a child in a cradle spoke that look at his kurta and his shirt from which direction is torn it's torn from the front then he's guilty and she's the innocent one because she turned the story around and it's torn from the back then it means he was running away and she was trying to hold him back now the child at that age where a child never speaks but Allah Ta'ala caused the child to speak to exonerate his Nabi when a person will submit to Allah Ta'ala and he will be firm and steadfast on deen Allah Ta'ala will make ways and means dunya will try to do what they wish dunya will try to cause problems and difficulties for him dunya will try to make life very very miserable for him whatever they will carry on and dunya is a place of challenge there will be some ups and downs but at the end of the day Allah Ta'ala will make him dominant Allah Ta'ala will make that reality come alight who was right and who was wrong who was truthful and who was deceptive who had the gift of the gab and they could make wrong look like right 
and who was unable to express themselves clearly and fully as a result of which people thought this person not talking, maybe he is a guilty party. But the day comes and all the reality opens out. So in any case, this became so clear but to just hush the whole story up, no, no, just put him in prison. Now can we imagine the sequence of events, how one zulm after another zulm and now where this whole cycle of zulm upon him started from his brothers they put this whole thing into action and now they are far away from him but now he is still suffering the consequences of their misdeed so now he is lying there in prison for such a long time then again Allah Ta'ala makes the means for his release from prison the king sees some dream and now he wants the interpretation of a very very strange dream and Yusuf gives the interpretation while in prison many details in between and the king is amazed that this dream he interpreted it as what the problem is coming and he gave the solution to the problem as well which was such a amazing thing he says bring this person out I need to see who is this and then he gives him a place of honor and he appoints him over the treasuries of Egypt now from where he started off from the depths of the well and where Allah brought him now he is on the point of on the position of power on the position of influence on the position of authority and now they say sometimes you know, history now takes a turn so once upon a time he was downtrodden once upon a time he was at the mercy of his brothers once upon a time he had no authority, he had no power, he was at the whatever others decided they were just doing and now the tables have turned and he is in a position of authority and power and he can now call the shots and now comes the time when those same brothers now come to him completely destitute and they are coming for a handout they are destitute, poverty has now overtaken so now when they come Yusuf initially does not even reveal his identity and he gives them full measure of all the provisions that they require and he says the one brother that you still got you bring him next time and come also many other things happen in between but eventually he come, when they come again he reveals his identity now can we imagine what embarrassment, what shame they might have felt at that moment that this is the person that we did what we did to him and today the tables have turned we thought we got rid of him we thought that was history that's exactly shaitan's plan shaitan says do this and do that, no not it all be history but history they say history sometimes becomes geography it somehow creeps into the map that history somehow finds its way onto the some way it becomes so that's all shaitan's plan how to try and get a person caught up in something so now they thought it was all over and done with no sign of it but now came the time when Yusuf is in this position of power, authority and they are now at his mercy so when he finally reveals his identity so now he tells them, okay, go back, go bring my parents and come. So 
Yaqub alayhi salatu wasalam had even lost his sight. Yusuf alayhi salam sends his kurta along. That you turn, you pass this kurta over his eyes and Allah ta'ala will restore his sight. So in any case they come back. The brother who had initially, on the first instance, brought that kurta and filled with the blood, just made up a story. And he presented that kurta and said, this is the kurta of Yusuf which now you know, can see the blood of the of his, he was attacked by the wolf he said no no I am going to take this kurta and go the last time I took the kurta that caused grief so I will be the one who will take this to bring now happiness to make amends for that person sometimes makes a mistake in life but we have to learn to make amends for it it's not that we, it happened now so everybody just forget about it yes others should now let it be, but for our purposes, this is the aspect that unfortunately what happens often, where there is some lesson to be taken, our mind immediately goes as who else should take this lesson, not it's for me, I hope so and so is, what a, you know, how nice it would have been if that person was here listening now, but I am listening, I am speaking, I'm not thinking about myself, that I'm speaking, I, have I taken the lesson? I'm listening, have I taken the lesson? I'm hoping somebody else was here listening. That's also shaitan diverts our attention so that we don't end up...